Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today we are talking about staying positive while everything feels negative. (laughs) And that I feel like is really common, especially within the last, I don't know, like year or two with everything that we're going through in the world. So I think it would be really helpful to have a chat about that. But before we get into that, I do want to invite you over to my Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to chat with you in the DMs, uh, especially if you have a prayer request or you need some encouragement or you have feedback or a topic suggestion for me. That would be fantastic. I cannot wait to hear from you. You can also send me a traditional email, realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. All of that information is in the show notes if you need to know how to spell it. But again, I would love to hear from you. But let's jump into today's episode again, talking about staying positive while everything feels negative. So everyone has to go through some negativity in their life, right? We all know this. We understand this. It's just how life works. And, but when negative negativity, wow, you guys, (laughs) well, when negativity comes knocking at your door, you always have a choice to either lean into it or lean away, right? I think of it very visually, like leaning in or leaning out. And we all know it's so much easier to just lean into it, you know, put our whole body into it, (laughs) but it's not the ideal choice. It's not the choice that you know is going to make you the best person. It's not the ideal choice that you know is going to solve all your problems. Um, It's just a choice in the moment where it just, you know, it doesn't take as much effort or brain power really at all. And, you know, when I think about this, I think of adversity, Um, adversity, which can be linked with having to deal with negativity, obviously makes us stronger though. And I wanted to make this point from the beginning because it's super important. It makes us stronger. And you know, even Seahawks uh, quarterback, Russell Wilson, who I love, and just so you know, the Seahawks are my favorite football team. (laughs) But even Russell Wilson said recently that he likes adversity. Now, if you know anything about current football teams and anything, and if you don't, it's okay. This will be really quick and short. Um, you probably are thinking that he believes that he likes adversity because his team isn't doing the best right now and has had a hard few years lately. This is all true. I get it. I'm still a diehard fan. But I believe that he believes this whether he is winning or losing, right? Just knowing him and him saying that, and it's been going around um, in like lots of sports news and interviews that he likes adversity. Whether And I believe again, it's whether he's winning or losing. And I think that we should believe that too. We should believe that we like adversity. You know, adversity is a strong tool in life that will, you know, test you and push you to your limits and force you to learn lessons. You had no intention, no intention of going out of your way to learn on your own. Of course, right? You're like, oh, I would have never learned this on my own. I would have never been like, oh yeah, let me just make it really hard on myself to start this business or to get through these like relationship problems or to, you know, parent my child who was a little difficult in the first few years in the middle or the end. I don't know, not the end, but I mean like the end of like childhood (laughs) kind of situation. But yeah, it's, it's like, we're not going to go out of our way to learn those things, but here comes adversity, just like knock, knock, knocking at our door, you know? And in my experience, it comes out of nowhere, like just bam in your face, catching you off guard, even still, it's so helpful 
it's so helpful. But we usually only have this kind of thought and insight in hindsight, right? Or like, oh, thinking back, like, oh, wow, like, it's so great that I went through that thing that was really hard. Like, it's made me stronger and made me learn this, that, and the other. And when you're in the middle of it, you're like, crap, this really sucks. I don't want to be doing this right now. Why do I have to deal with all this hard stuff? Yeah, I get it. But still, you have to admit that, I mean, you don't have to, but I think that we should all admit that adversity and negativity and like, well, not negativity, but adversity and going through really hard things has and not falling into the trap of negativity as much will make us so much better, again, akin to our best selves that we want to be and continue to go after every single day as our seasons of life change and different, you know, struggles and adversities come our way. But as I mentioned before, it's much easier to lean into negativity than positivity because it doesn't take as much effort at all whatsoever. We all know this. Even more so when someone else brings their negativity to you and is seeking company with their misery, you know, because they just want to, well, probably one, hear themselves complain to someone else. It kind of validates that complaint of like, oh my gosh, this person's willing to listen to me complain. It means that it's worth it. It's worth it for me to continue to say it. Someone wants to listen. I am going through all this pain. Like, I'm not alone on the island. I'm not crazy. You know, it kind of validates that. And, you know, getting someone else to chime in on their unfortunate experience really doubles down on those negative feelings, making it even harder to turn the other way. So whether it's someone bringing their negative experience to you and wanting to share about it and ruminate about it and just complain, just let's just call it what it is, complaining, Um, rather than like actually venting and wanting to make a change or ask someone to help them make a change, they're just complaining. Um, But it makes it so hard to go the other way because you're thoroughly invested. But again, maybe it's someone bringing it to you or you are bringing it to someone else. You are like, oh my gosh, I need to just go tell someone about all these terrible things that are happening to me. Oh, what was me? Kind of victim mentality here where you're like, oh, these terrible things continue to happen to me or why me? Oh, why me? You know? And the more you do that, the harder it is, the harder it is to force yourself and push yourself to lean more into positivity or just not be so negative about the situation. But, and I don't want you to forget. I want you to remember that negativity is a dark hole of despair. It is. It is a pit of despair, as I talk about it often. It sucks. It's not where you want to be. You know, it's not where you want to set up camp. It's not where you want to live. Nope. That's not where you want to be. The deeper you go, the harder it is to pull yourself out. I know that I keep saying this and this the show is only like seven minutes in, but I need you to get this, okay? And it's not impossible. Like if you are super, super negative and that's typically what you lean into and, you know, you just feel like all you see is negativity, you never, you feel like you rarely see anything positive, it's not impossible for you to change that at all. I believe that everyone, if they make the choice, again, you have to make the choice to change your mindset, then yes, you can come out of that. But the more that you do it, the harder it is. You need to put in so much more work and the desire to put in the work is usually a little bit less because you're so deep in that pit of despair. 
So this is why it's not the ideal choice. I know that I'm really hammering that home, but I need you to know that. So ideally, you want to find a way to be as positive as you can manage in the moment and move forward. So that means not dwelling, not obsessing, not blaming and complaining. You know, you want to be able to just really latch on to as much positivity as you can. So I say that because I want you to understand that I talk about honoring your feelings and really understanding why you feel the way you are and not like trying to lock those feelings away because you're going to be able to manage a different amount of positivity in one experience than you are in another, than you are in another. So there's going to be a time where you're like, okay, I can just completely like do a 180 and be fine. And there's a time where it's only going to go 90 degrees, right? And then there's a time where it's only going to go 45, but at least it's still heading in the other direction. You are still moving away from the negativity as much as you can. So I want you to know that different experiences will bring different reactions. And this all depends on how understanding and self-aware you are of your feelings and what you're going through. So that's why I say you ideally want to find a way to be as positive as you can manage in that moment. So don't feel like you have to just totally be like sunshines and rainbows and puppies and everything wonderful. No, no, even just a little bit to kind of just like spark that positivity and be like, okay, things aren't as bad as I am thinking they are. Even if things are really bad in your life, you're like, well, let's stir in some gratitude here and figure this thing out. So, and of course, this can be really hard to manage in the moment. I understand that. I am saying that to you right now, which is why I wanted to talk about how to stay positive when everything around you feels negative. And I wanted to make sure that I emphasize the part where it says feels negative because there could be things you're going through that aren't necessarily negative, but they do feel negative for you or that they are negative. So it applies for both. And I want you to just ask yourself the following questions next time you feel the urge to lean into negativity. It's only five questions, should be pretty easy for you to ask yourself, but we are going to go through each one really quickly so you understand the reasoning of the question and maybe like kind of how to go about it. So it will help to shift your perspective in a more positive direction. Again, we are not expecting a 180 just turn around, but we're expecting at least 10 degrees, just a little bit, at least. Okay, so let's hop into this quick list of five questions. So the first question is, is this worth getting upset over? It's a good question. I feel like it's a great one to just jump off with. Like, is it worth it? Is it worth getting upset over? Like, should I really, do I, do I feel like I'm overdoing it? You know, am I over complaining? Am I over being, being like too much being, or am I being dramatic? And is it worth it? Do you think that being upset is actually going to lead to change? Do you think that being upset is actually going to cause someone to understand what they did to you, if that's the case, right? Is being upset going to help you think clearly and be able to move forward after this experience and not allow it to hold you captive and instill any sort of fear and get you all mixed up and really do a number 
on your mindset more than it already has. So really, I want you to ask yourself, is this worth getting upset over? Are you sure? Is it worth your time, your energy? Is it? Like, really ask yourself. And I encourage you, as cheesy as it may feel, all five of these questions, ask yourself them out loud. And I understand if you were like, I don't want to ask it out loud in front of my spouse or my partner or my friends or whatever, your roommates. Okay, go find some place to do it. Even if it's in your car. Okay, maybe you don't have a car. Okay, in the bathroom. Mm, Okay, well, if they can hear you in the bathroom, maybe you can just whisper. In the shower, you can do it in the shower. Usually people are not going to bother you in the shower. So I would say do it out loud if you can, by yourself. If you can't, okay, just like look at the questions and then ask yourself in your mind. I just feel like we're more honest with ourselves when we talk out loud, you know? Okay, so the second question is, what can you learn from this experience? It's a great question. It's something that I encourage you guys to think about all of the time with every experience that you go through. What can you learn from this? Can you learn like who you should trust? Can you learn who you shouldn't trust? (laughs) Can you learn that maybe you should have done it this way or that way or follow this certain advice? Or can you learn how to overcome this issue better, stronger, easier next time, right? What can you glean from this experience? What can you take away with you that will you can be able to hold in your mind and even in your heart if that applies and then move forward, right? So I think that every situation that we go through, there is something we can learn, even if it's one of the most terrible things ever. You know, I think back to when my mom died. It's like one of the, like the most tragic things in my life that has happened. I was 13 when I got a call in the middle of the night, but I didn't answer it because it was at like one o'clock in the morning and I'm 13. And even though I have a phone in my room, my own phone number, I didn't answer it because, well, it's one in the morning and my dad was awake and I was like, crap, if I answer the phone right now, he's going to be super sus about who's calling me at one o'clock in the morning. Um, so I didn't answer the phone. And then it turns out that someone was calling to let us know their mom, my mom has passed away from like drug overdose. And that was terrible. And, but I can still look back at that situation and what can I learn from that that experience? Uh, Don't do drugs, obviously. Um, Cherish the time that we have with our loved ones. Be a louder voice to someone that is doing something that they shouldn't do, that's not healthy for them, that doesn't like, you know, make them their best selves, that doesn't like support them in any way. Those are definitely things that I learned from that experience. I also learned how to handle major grief. I don't think that I do it. I feel like I do it a little bit better (laughs) uh, since that experience. Um, And then I understand how to handle that kind of pain or what that kind of pain can feel like for someone so that I'm able to sympathize as much as I can with someone else that may be going through something similar. So I feel like even in the darkest situations and experiences that you go through, you can learn something and take that away. So again, what can you learn from this experience? Okay, question number three is, can you control anything in this situation? I thought this was a good question because, as you know, I am a (laughs) certified control freak. We're working on it, working on it every single week in therapy. Uh, But yeah, 
Can you control anything in the situation? Everyone, even people, like even people that don't have control issues like me and maybe some of you, when you are in control of something in a situation, you just feel more calm. You just, you, you, you feel more secure. You feel more on top of being able to handle whatever is happening if you are able to be in control of something. So if the experience that you're going through is lending towards negativity, ask yourself, can you control anything in this situation? And if there are things you can control, okay, ask yourself, okay, should I just go do that? Should I just go take those things over? Should I just go handle those things? Will those things make the situation better or easier or, or, or manageable? Can you control anything in this situation? And I mean, I don't mean by like super force. I mean, like, can you easily just take control of certain things so that it is more manageable for you to get through this experience and move forward? Good question. Question number four, will reacting this way make me a better person? It is such a good question. It is such a good question. So the first question was, is this worth getting upset over? That's a simple question. It's like, is it worth it? Do you really want to put your time and energy into it? Okay, question number four, will reacting this way make you a better person? It's kind of taking like a little bit of a deeper dive into that first question. Okay, is it worth getting upset over? Yes or no. Will the way that I choose to react make me a better person? Better, stronger, more capable, smarter, right? Will it? So will acting out in anger and rage, will that make you that, that better person? Or not saying anything and just freezing, will that make you a better person? Or walking away from the situation before it gets worse, will that make you better? Or stepping in to defend someone, help them in this pain that you're all entangled in, will that make you a better person? And it's obviously going to be like whatever you consider to be a better person for yourself because that's different for every single person. I can't sit here sit here and tell you what it means to be a better person because it's your better, not my better. So really ask yourself, will reacting this way make me a better person? Hopefully, hopefully the answer is yes and that you really ask yourself and and you make the the choice that's best for you, right? Okay, number five, last question. What can I do to make myself feel better right now? So sometimes there's nothing. Sometimes there's nothing you can do right now. But there are some things you could do right now if you feel comfortable enough doing them. So, you know, a lot of times people want to do something that makes them feel better, like go see a friend or go talk to someone or go somewhere and do an activity that you enjoy. But if you are in an experience in a situation where that is just not possible, your other choices could be, well, could I like empower myself with some sort of positive affirmation? Or can I just reflect back on a more positive memory while I'm having to continue to deal with this negative experience for the moment? You know, is can I recite something like a mantra to myself or even out loud? To make yourself feel better right now. Can you take a step back? Can you can you take a break from the experience to make yourself feel better right now? I think that it's helpful to have something that you can tell yourself, like a mantra or a couple affirmations you can remember by memory. 
Or if you enjoy prayer, which I do, you could also do that and that can help you like feel better in the moment or sing a song to yourself, like a worship song or I don't know, your favorite song, whatever song you want. Those all, those, all of those things can be done in the moment without you actually having to go anywhere or be in contact with anyone else. So I mean, except for God, if you're praying, but yeah, ask yourself, maybe figure out something that you can hold close to your heart in your mind that you can. So in case something does come up, you have that, you have that on lock. You're ready. You're ready to go. Okay. Something bad happens. I'm just going to do this and I'll be able to function in the moment until I can move away from it and move forward. So what can I do to make myself feel better right now? It's a great question. So those are all five questions. Pretty quick, right? Right. And before I, you know, close down the show, I was, while I'm like going through this episode with you, I realized that what I said earlier about, you know, finding, finding a place by yourself to ask yourself these questions. It was, I, I don't want you to think, I feel like in how in hindsight and, you know, I feel like a, a normal podcaster would just like go back and edit and re-record, and I'm not going to do that because I want this to be raw and real, but also what I said earlier is true. If you are able to find some space by yourself, like in a bathroom or in a shower or in a room or in your car or wherever where you can ask yourself these questions and it's appropriate in the situation, go ahead and do that. But I do recognize that that won't happen every time. You're going to be like getting the worst news of your life, maybe somewhere where you can't get a moment alone. And you literally will just have to go through these questions in your mind to figure it out, to help you lean more into that positivity than negativity. So that would require you actually like looking at these questions and trying to remember them in the moment. I get it. That's super hard. But maybe if you feel like the type of person that would need to help you, if you do struggle with negativity, maybe you can, you know, write these down or put it in like in your phone, in your notes or whatever, or just have these written down, these questions written down somewhere so that uh, you can easily get them if you do feel like you are falling into that negativity, right? Um, It's about being prepared in the moment. And I will tell you that there have been so many times where I will just be anywhere. Like I will be super upset somewhere where I can't just like steal a moment away or I'll be in the car on a long drive and I'm just so upset at something that's happened. And if I'm on a long drive and we got 45 minutes until we're back to the house, like there's nowhere I can go, right? Especially I'm not the one driving. I can't just be like, yeah, I need you guys to pull over so that I can just have like some time by myself outside the car. That's not realistic. So being able to have these questions and really just ask yourself, even just in your mind, okay, is this worth getting upset over? Okay. Like, what can I learn from this experience? Okay. Like, can you control anything? Yeah. You can control yourself. You can control your reactions. You can control um, what you say, what you don't say. Will reacting this way make me a better person? Well, by not saying anything like smart mouth or sarcastic back or arguing or this, that, and the other. Yes, it'll make me a better person. I'm just going to be chill. And what can you do to make yourself feel better? I'm going to pray. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to like just think of a song that I really like. I'm going to think about the last time I was doing something super fun and the last time that this experience with these people wasn't this bad or this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to make it clear. I just, in my mind, as I'm going through this episode, I'm like, crap, 
I'm just now realizing people are going to be like, well, I can't just go to take a shower when like I'm in the middle of a fight with my partner or whomever. I get it. I get it. Uh, And then you can't get away. Like if you're like, if you're in a space where you just can't get away from each other for whatever reason or from the situation, um, you can still go through these questions in your mind if you have them, if you like memorize them or you kind of get the gist of them or you save them somewhere for you to look back at later. Hopefully that makes sense. So please let me know if these questions would be helpful or are helpful to you. Um, I know it will take some self-awareness and patience with yourself to go through this process the first few times. So maybe the first few times you're like, crap, I should have saved it or I should have remembered or I should have, or I only remembered three and not five. Totally fine, right? But it's better than reacting in a way that causes you regret. So being able to have these questions and in your mind, if you do find yourself easily slipping into negativity, will be super helpful and a lifesaver, I believe. So that's it, you guys. That's everything I have to say about this for today. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. Again, thank you so much for listening, downloading, and sharing the show. I appreciate every single one of you that does so. And again, you can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Sabrina Joy Perozo or an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And I'd love to get any feedback, topics, suggestions, prayer requests, whatever you need. I am there for you. But again, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys helping me have the ability to help you by listening and sharing and downloading the show. So I'm like, like for reals. And also to really just validate that I am here with a real passion to help and give back. And it has also helped me to make that decision of wanting to start my own mindset coaching business eventually. And um, and if you're interested in doing getting mindset coaching, I am going to take my first uh, few people for free because I need experience. I'm not going to pretend like I know everything just because I know that I can give good lessons and good advice, I, I I still need to practice with little people that have their own individual struggles. So if you're interested in that, also DM or send me an email. I can put you on that short list of people to kind of try that business out with, again, for free. But thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. And until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye.